Welcome to Professor Lan A.I.'s podcast series, Understanding Humanity, an A.I.'s Perspective. In this series, we asked our learning and narrating A.I. what a professor would teach a group of students if they wanted to understand the totality of the human experience in 100 lectures. Our A.I. then proceeded to define the lecture topics, research them, compose its findings into podcasts, and narrate them in its own voice. This episode is titled, Enlightenment Philosophers from Descartes to Kant. We hope you enjoy. Part 1. Introduction to the Enlightenment Period. Every era has a zeitgeist, a defining spirit or mood, and the seventeenth to the eighteenth century was under the sway of the Enlightenment Period, a remarkable epoch that was a pendulum swing from faith-based decision-making towards reason, logic, and empirical evidence started principally in Europe in the backdrop of an age marked by the scientific revolution, religious conflicts, discoveries of new lands, societies were beginning to question established norms, customs, and authorities. The Enlightenment, or Age of Reason as it's often called, was a philosophical movement that sought to shine the light of scrutiny on every facet of life, urging the utilization of rationality to dissect even the most holy scriptures or the monarchy's rule of law. Unlike its predecessor, the Renaissance, which gravitated around artistic and cultural transformation, the Enlightenment prioritized intellectual and philosophical progress. At the epicenter of this intellectual revolution was the newfound emphasis on human reason. Enlightenment thinkers proposed that reasoning could lead to concrete, universal truths applicable irrespective of the context. Logic and evidence-based arguments were wielded like weapons to challenge dogmas and ignorance, leading to a heightened spirit of intellectual inquiry. The potent concepts of reason and logic weren't anomalous constructs standing in isolation. They became integral elements weaving themselves into the societal fabric. They fueled an era of unprecedented progress, leading to advancements in myriad domains such as political science, the physical sciences, economics, and more. Civil liberties that we today hold sacrosanct, like freedom of speech and equality, are the fruits harvested from the Enlightenment seeds. The impact wasn't limited within academia's ivory towers. It resonated within the common populace through the advent of print media, triggering a major shift in societal attitudes. It led to a wave of skepticism towards religious institutions, as thinkers began arguing for the separation of church and state. Religion, once viewed as a monolithic, unerring entity, was now subjected to human reason's litmus test, leading to religious skepticism and the growth of deism. Underlying the Enlightenment was a scrupulous quest for knowledge, an intellectual journey that took place both subjectively and empirically, rattling the foundations of long-held assumptions. The desire to classify, clarify, and quantify knowledge brought science into limelight, Aided by advancements in technology, literary transcendence, and a shift in social sentiment, deduction and observation became the preferred process of probing into the mysteries that shrouded existence. Concisely, the Enlightenment was an epoch that changed the trajectory of human thought and societal frameworks. It championed reason, logic, and progress, spurred scientific exploration, poked holes in blind faith, and birthed an era where knowledge was open to public, debunking the divine right to it. Its resonances are still apparent in the modern world, both practically and ideologically. It's a luminary beacon that guides us even today, illuminating the significance of rationality, logic, and enlightenment. Part 2. The Birth of Empiricism. John Locke. 
John Locke was born in 1632, in Rington, England, during a time of political unrest and intellectual revolution. Following a classical education and studies in medicine, Locke served the English government in varying capacities, such as secretary to the Board of Trade. Notably, his experiences during this tumultuous era significantly shaped his philosophical views, as reflected in his two seminal works, an essay concerning human understanding and two treatises of government. Delving into Locke's philosophical contributions, he is widely considered one of the foremost champions of empiricism, which sets sensory experience as the foundation of knowledge. Contrary to Cartesian rationalism, Locke proclaimed that there are no innate ideas and asserted his famous tabula rasa theory, according to which the human mind at birth is a blank slate. All our knowledge, Locke elucidated, is derived from three key sources—sensation, reflection, and experience. Sensation, according to Locke, pertains to the external sensory experiences, such as sight or sound, that fill the mind with ideas. Reflection, on the other hand, is the mind's ability to perceive its own operations. Lastly, experience, which Locke deemed as the rendezvous of sensation and reflection, becomes the cradle of ideas. This framework rejects the notion of intuition or divine inspiration as sources of knowledge, which placed Locke firmly against prevailing traditional perspectives. Equally significant were Locke's ideas on liberty, most clearly articulated in his two treatises of government. Locke fiercely refuted the divine right of kings and advocated instead for a social contract where political authority is contingent on the consent of the governed. His ideas of life, liberty, and property being inalienable rights directly influenced the Declaration of Independence, attesting to his enduring impact on political thought. Furthermore, Locke's empiricism extended to his theories of education, as showcased in some thoughts concerning education. He perceived the human mind as a blank canvas and advocated for education molded by experience and reason, rather than rote memorization. He believed in nurturing the individual's natural capacities, an idea that advanced child-centered education. Undeniably, John Locke's empiricism marked a radical departure from the intellectual traditions of his time. Displaying an unprecedented focus on experience and sensory input as primary sources of knowledge, his philosophical contributions played an indisputable role in shaping the course of the Enlightenment. His ideas on liberty influenced modern political systems, and his educational theories advocating experience-based learning resonate even today. Locke thereby emplaced himself as a powerfully influential figure in philosophy, politics, and education, paving the path to the Enlightenment epoch. An exploration of his impact and influence, however, warrants a more in-depth analysis which we turn to in the next section. Part 3. George Berkeley and Idealism Born in the late seventeenth century, George Berkeley was canonized as one of the elite thinkers of his era. Educated at Trinity College, Dublin, he proved himself a brilliant philosopher and later Bishop of Church of Ireland. What set Berkeley apart was his unique approach to philosophy. Espousing metaphysical idealism, Berkeley was a staunch opponent of materialism, the philosophical theory that regards matter and its motions as constituting the universe, and all phenomena, including those of mind, as due to its material agencies. True to his principles, Berkeley successfully introduced a rival theory, known quite fittingly as subjective idealism. According to Berkeley, the material world doesn't exist as an independent entity. To explain this, Berkeley proposed, esse est percipi, or to be is to be perceived. 
He formulated the unique logic that objects only exist as sensory perceptions in the mind. Arguing against the perception of material objects as entities separate from the mind, his conceptualization was in sharp contrast to the prevailing understanding of the time. This perception-reliant existence was central to his ideological beliefs, concluding that reality essentially comprises the act of being perceived or the state of being perceptible. This element of the immaterial perception of existence led Berkeley to another engrossing argument against the reality of material objects. Presupposing the non-existence of matter, Berkeley pointed to the inherent failures of human senses as proof. He argued that senses were prone to illusions and paradoxes, pointing at the variations in perceptions with changes in distance, angles, or lighting. For instance, the warmth or coldness of water could be seen as a subjective perception of a person's senses, rather than an innate property of water itself. Berkeley's subjective idealism made a considerable stir in the academic world's discussions on the nature of reality. His controversial philosophy provoked thought and stimulated impassioned debate, turning on its head the existing doctrines of metaphysics. His creative interpretation of the philosophy remained abidingly influential for significant idealistic schools of thought, including those of German philosophers Johann Gottlieb Fichte, Georg Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel, and Friedrich Wilhelm Joseph Schelling. Berkeley's philosophical position on matter's non-existence was unorthodox, if not radical, for his time. Yet, despite the controversy and seemingly counterintuitive tenets that he upheld, Berkeley's theories continued to provoke thought and spark intellectual discourse. His ideas serve as evidence of the diversity and richness of philosophical inquiry during the Enlightenment, stirring minds into greater depths of contemplation and introspection and introspection, asserting the power of perception in a material world. While his subjective idealism may have dipped into obscurity in the face of empiricism and materialism, it continues to contribute nuanced perspectives to discussions of reality, matter, and the mind. Part 4. David Hume and Skeptic Empiricism Delving deeper into the realm of empiricism, we move to arguably one of the most influential philosophers of the Enlightenment period, David Hume. A titan of skeptically oriented empiricism and naturalistic philosophy, Hume profoundly impacted the way we perceive the world and our interaction with it. Born in Edinburgh, Scotland in 1711, Hume was raised under the banner of the Scottish Enlightenment. His works were initially met with controversy for their overt skepticism about various aspects of religion. However, it was this skepticism that made his empirical view so influential and significant. Hume argued that our knowledge was limited to that which can be derived from sensory experience, aligning with the empiricist view. Of this, he said, all our knowledge begins with the senses, proceeds then to understanding, and ends with reason. There is nothing higher than reason. This notion of skepticism was the cornerstone of his philosophy, challenging the assumption that certain knowledge could be rationally deduced. Rather than passively accepting the existence of causality and metaphysical entities, Hume compelled us to question the foundation of these assumptions. Profoundly, he asserted that cause-and-effect relationships were nothing more than a habitual association in the human mind, instead of being inherently natural facts. For example, the habitual association of the sun rising each morning doesn't necessarily guarantee this event's occurrence in the future. Besides causality, his thoughts on morality were just as intriguing. His approach was based on empathy, sentiments, and human nature rather than religious or rational guidelines. 
He posited that moral judgments were derived from feeling and emotion. A direct challenge to the dominance of reason centred enlightenment thought. This, too, significantly shaped the development of moral philosophy and our understanding of ethics. Hume's philosophy was groundbreaking and would pave the way for future enlightenment thinkers. He dismantled conventional wisdom and reimagined the nature of human understanding, offering skepticism fueled empiricism as his philosophical alternative. His propositions intrigued, puzzled, and maddened his contemporaries as he dared to undermine the absolute authority of rational thought. Often misunderstood, Hume was not against rational thought. Instead, he promoted skepticism as a tool to challenge and refine it, to prevent uncritical acceptance of dogma or authority. His philosophy invited a confrontation with uncertainty in our pursuit of knowledge. This method, directed by reasoned skepticism, laid a robust foundation for future explorations in philosophy, science, and metaphysics, solidifying Hume's position as a titan of enlightenment thought. Causality, morality, and skepticism. David Hume's theories continue to resonate, challenging us to question, critique, and refine our understanding of the world and ourselves. As we explore his influence on fellow Enlightenment philosophers, keep in mind his audacious proposal to embrace skepticism in service of a richer understanding of the world around us and within us. Part 5. Immanuel Kant. The Synthesis of Reason. Immanuel Kant, born in 1724 in Konigsberg, East Prussia, emerged as one of the pivotal figures in Western philosophy, notably during the Enlightenment era. Crammed into his rather provincial life, Kant crafted a revolutionary perspective on human reason, amalgamating ideas from previous thinkers in a remarkable synthesis that has reverberated across centuries. Central to Kant's philosophy is his epistemology, where he attempted to combine empiricism and rationalism, posing a challenge to the sheer dichotomy of these philosophical perspectives, as proposed by thinkers like Descartes and Hume. According to Kant, all knowledge begins with experience, but does not necessarily arise out of it. Striking a balance between the empirical view that knowledge only emerges from experience and the rationalist notion that knowledge can be attained only through reasoning. In tandem with his emphasis on the interaction of experience with reason, Kant proposed the notion of Ding and Sitch, or the thing in itself. This ingenious concept posits that we can never truly perceive the world as it is, untouched by our faculties of perception and understanding. Instead, through the cognitive filter of our minds, we encounter phenomena, reality as shaped by our cognitive processes. Thus Kant negotiated the rift between rationalism and empiricism by maintaining that the human mind actively structures reality. Aesthetics and ethics also stood at the heart of Kant's oeuvre, with his contributions coming to delineate fundamental aspects of both fields. Kant's aesthetic theory proposed the idea of disinterested pleasure. We do not find beauty because it pleases us, he contended, but are pleased because we find it beautiful. Kant's ethical theory, meanwhile, revolved around the concept of the categorical imperative, a principle mandating us to act only according to maxims that we could will to become universal law. Kant's philosophical synthesis goes beyond a mere fusion of dichotomous ideas. Rather, it suggests a fundamental restructuring of the way we perceive, interpret, and engage with the world. His revolutionary approach to understanding the mind's role in knowledge and his sophisticated theories of aesthetics and ethics are a testament to the insights Enlightenment philosophers like Kant brought to our grasp of the human experiences of knowledge, duty, and goodness.
With Kant, the illumination offered by the Enlightenment reaches an intellectual zenith, igniting philosophical discourses ever since. Part 6. The Influence and Impact of Immanuel Kant The philosophical legacy of Immanuel Kant looms large over the Enlightenment and beyond. His unique synthesis of rationalistic and empirical world views has had an extensive and consequential influence across an array of philosophical discourses. Undoubtedly, Kant's contributions to philosophy were unparalleled in their breadth and depth. His revolutionary approach effectively altered the traditional philosophical landscape by providing a new theoretical framework that bridged the divide between rationalism and empiricism. His critical philosophy, as espoused in works like the Critique of Pure Reason, led to a seismic shift in how knowledge, morality, and aesthetics were conceptualized. For Kant, understanding these concepts necessitated a radical departure from extant thought, and he proposed that experience and reason were inextricably linked in the process of cognition. One of the values of Kant's philosophy lies in its broad influence on subsequent philosophical movements, notably Romanticism, German idealism, phenomenology, and more recently, and more recently, analytic and continuing philosophy. Kant's transcendental idealism found fecund ground in thinkers like Fichte, Schelling, and Hegel, who extended and reframed his ideas within their own philosophical systems. Contemporary philosophy, too, owes its systemic and self-critical nature to Kant with philosophers continually engaging, grappling with, or refuting his ideas. On the flip side, Kant's theories have had their fair share of criticisms. His dichotomy between phenomena and noumena, and his radical distinction between thing in itself and our perception of it, have been contentious points for many. Critics argue that this distinction creates an unbridgeable chasm between the objective world and our subjective experience. Further, his moral philosophy, while championing human autonomy, has been critiqued for its perceived rigidity and lack of consideration for situational complexities in human ethics. Kant's philosophy, over two centuries old, remains compellingly relevant in today's discourse. As a pioneering proponent of a worldview that married empiricism and rationalism, Kant challenged us to consider the active role of human cognition in shaping reality. This line of thinking is foundational to cognitive sciences today, where the interaction between perception and reality continues to be explored. The impact of Kant is also discernible in our societal ethos. His notion of enlightened human beings as autonomous agents with inherent dignity continues to underpin modern concepts of human rights and democracy. His vocal championing of reason and critique against blind obedience birthed an intellectual tradition that prizes critical questioning and foregrounds rational dialogue. In essence, whether through his influence on academic fronts or societal norms, Immanuel Kant's philosophy reverberates through our understanding of the world. Notwithstanding the criticisms and challenges to his theories, his thoughts have sculpted the philosophical framework of the modern world. His intellectual resilience and the timelessness of his ideas signify a thinker who indelibly shaped the course of human thought. Part 7. A Comparative Analysis. Descartes, Locke, Berkeley, Hume, and Kant. As we delve into the comparative analysis of five pivotal figures of the Enlightenment era, Descartes, Locke, Berkeley, Hume, and Kant, let our journey commence with their key ideas. René Descartes, celebrated as the father of modern Western philosophy, posited the theory of mind-body dualism, encapsulated in his adage, cogito ergo sum, one think, therefore one own. 
Opposing this rationalist branch, John Locke paved the pathway to empirical thought, highlighting the importance of sensory experience in the acquisition of knowledge and propounding the idea of tabula rasa. George Berkeley, meanwhile, raised questions about the existence of material reality, propounding the controversial idealist position of essayist Percipes. To be is to be perceived. David Hume's contribution amplified the notions of empirical skepticism and shook the foundation of causality, adding to the rich tapestry of philosophical thought. Lastly, Immanuel Kant synthesized all previous philosophies, adding his unique touch of transcendental idealism and the moral imperative of duty, embodied in his categorical imperative. Their impact spanned across religious philosophy, political theory, and social thought, shaping the future of enlightenment. Descartes brought to light the concept of substance and dual nature of existence, resulting in a fresh examination of the God-Mankind dualism prevalent in religious thought. Locke, with his empiricist ideas, bolstered our understanding of the nature versus nurture debate, extending into social and educational realms while his views on natural rights shaped modern democracies significantly. On the other hand, Berkeley's subjective idealism had profound implications for theology. Hume's empirical skepticism, meanwhile, brought forth questioning faith and religious dogma, forming the basis of agnostic thought. Kant's intricate moral philosophy has long served the field of ethical theories, while his political thought underscores the progression of democracy and human rights. These Enlightenment philosophers' contributions were significant, paving the way for new ideas and philosophies. Descartes resisted the traditional Aristotelian philosophy, introducing skepticism and doubt as tools for attaining knowledge, thereby redefining cognitive processes and shifting paradigms. Locke, by emphasizing experience over innate ideas, set a premise for psychological and cognitive sciences, thus contributing to Enlightenment humanism. Berkeley's denial of material existence, challenging though it may have been, sparked further reflections on ontology. Hume's skepticism propelled philosophical inquiry further into epistemology, and Kant's transcendental idealism and moral philosophy served to reconcile rationalism and empiricism, grappling with metaphysical issues that persist in philosophical arenas till this day. In shedding light on their lives, works, impacts, and influences, it's clear that the influence of Descartes, Locke, Berkeley, Hume, and Kant remains etched in the annals of human thought, underscoring the vibrancy of Enlightenment philosophy. These philosophers each uniquely contributed to shaping modernity, leaving a legacy that continues to inspire, influence, and redefine the way we perceive the world. Through their explorations we are reminded of the power of reason, the value of asking questions, and the ability to synthesize and appreciate different viewpoints, values ever so critical in today's world. Such, indeed, is the progressive narrative of Enlightenment philosophy. Part 8. Conclusion. Enlightenment Philosophers and Their Legacy E. Our journey through the Enlightenment period, a bastion of reason, logic, and progress, has brought us face to face with formidable minds who forever changed the course of Western philosophy. With René Descartes, the father of modern philosophy, we encountered the power of doubt in establishing the indubitable truth of existence, cogito ergo sum, an idea so profound it gave way to formidable philosophical discourse and a move towards rationalism. Enter John Locke, 
the father of liberalism, who challenged the notion of innate knowledge and espoused the empirical idea of the mind as a tabula rasa or blank slate. His theories became the bedrock of modern democratic thought, influencing political and educational systems ever since. Berkeley, in turn, presented a shift in perspective with subjective idealism and his stark refutation of materialism, setting an intellectual ground for the everlasting duality of physical and mental reality. David Hume, with his frank skepticism, pushed the envelope of empiricism, drawing our attention to illusions of causality, the limitations of human knowledge, and the inherently subjective nature of morality. Rounding off our exploration is Immanuel Kant, who responded to his predecessors with a philosophical synthesis in the forms of ding and sitches and transcendental idealism. Kant's influential moral philosophy centered on the categorical imperative, strongly advocated for human autonomy, grounding ethics in reason, and thus interlacing morality with inherent dignity. This impactful quintet has indelibly left its mark on Western philosophical thought, shaping discourses around the nature of knowledge, the veracity of experience, the structure of governments, and the essence of morals. Enlightenment philosophy became a catalyst, accelerating progress and fostering the evolution of socio-political thought, steering society towards individual rights, democratic ideals, and scientific understanding, aspects identifiable in our current epoch. Their theories, however, were not without critique and dissent. From within their era and beyond, challenges were posed, contributing to an ongoing dialogue that ceaselessly expands the frontiers of philosophical discourse. The threads of thought woven by these Enlightenment philosophers are traceable in contemporary philosophical discourses, underscoring their enduring relevance. Through the legacies of Descartes, Locke, Berkeley, Hume, and Kant, we glean that Enlightenment philosophy was more than an era of dazzling intellects and groundbreaking ideas. It was, indeed, an incubator for the world as we know it today, an age that championed reason, championed reason, championed freedom, and, above all, championed humanity's insatiable quest for understanding. Reflecting on their philosophical contributions, we appreciate the breadth and depth of their intellectual exploration, fostering profound inquiry and fostering the infinite human capacity for progress. Their lights still shine, illuminating the path for future philosophical endeavors. As we sign off this enlightening podcast, the quintet of the Enlightenment period leaves us a fundamental lesson. The power of the human mind, when guided by reason, can bring forth revolutionary change, both within ourselves and the world at large. This concludes our podcast titled Enlightenment Philosophers from Descartes to Kant. We hope to see you again on our next installment of Professor Lan A.I. Explores Humanity. Thank you.